Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Good morning and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, and I am coming to you from my lounge room at 7.30 in the morning because there is construction in my building and they like to jackhammer. They probably do to start any moment now all through the day. So I thought it was an interesting story of when you um, are side hustling and you got to do what you got to do in order to avoid the jackhammer so that you can record podcasts without your brain vibrating the whole way through and having background noise. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about target market. I'm going to treat this like a little bit of a business coaching session. So this is a topic that I'm really passionate about and I talk to all of my clients about and that I do a lot of work on myself. And that's from chatting to you guys on Instagram, to replying to emails, to taking phone calls, to stopping people who might say that they enjoy the business and and asking why. So today I'm going to talk to you about how we do that, how you get to know your target market, how do you identify them, why it's so important, and then what you're going to do with that information and how it can really help your business. So for those of you who don't know, I also have a copy of How to Start a Side Hustle by Kayleen Langford in my hands and um, I'm going to reference it. So if you're playing along at home and you've got your copy, they're not out till the 7th of July, uh, but we can chapter five, understanding your audience. So I'm not going to read it. You can go to Audible for that, but the activities in here are going to be really helpful. So if you haven't got yourself a copy, you can pre-order it from startupcreative.com.au or grab it in a bookshop on the 7th of July. Okay, let's jump into target market. Who are they? Why do you need them? You know, what what's the importance of understanding this information? This is work that I do on my business all the time. I'm constantly reiterating and getting to know and trying to understand. Why is it important? Because I, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that my one of my favorite lessons in business is that your business is not about you. <laughs> it is about your audience and it's about how you can be of service to them or how you can add value to their lives. So yes, often we come up with an idea that we think is going to be great or that we think we want to deliver. But at the end of the day, if no one is willing or able to buy what you want to offer, then you do not have a business. You have a nice side hobby where you do this thing on the side. So we're going to talk about how to identify your target market, but then also how to go out and find them and get that first paying customer because that's what the startup world will call validation of your idea if you're just starting out. And this work is also really helpful if you've been in business for a while. Maybe it's going really slow. Maybe you're getting lots of inquiries, but it's not quite converting. And then maybe, or maybe, sorry, that you're 
selling a lot of the same thing, but you're maybe sick of selling that thing or you're wanting, people are loving what you're doing and they want more of what you're doing, but they've already purchased the one thing that you had to sell and it's not a reoccurring purchase. Um, All good signs to go back to the drawing board and spend some time understanding who your target market is. Okay, let's get into this. So understanding your target market needs to be as detailed as you possibly can. When you're first starting out, it will be you taking some guesses and making some um, some assumptions. Some of you might be running businesses or have ideas for businesses that are a, pro, a, a solution or a value add to a problem that you've had in your own life. So if that is the case, then you are your target market, right? So you get to understand what it feels like when you can't get straight up business advice or you get to find, you know what it's experiencing when you've got four kids in the shopping center and you just want to get in and out and you're looking for a delivery service or something, you know. So there's, if you're the target market, then you've felt the experience in your body and you're more credible and more likely to be able to come up with a solution that you think will solve the problem that you've personally experienced. In my experience, I had not only heard the problem over and over again, which was, I just don't know what I'm doing, like what the hell am I doing? Or I've got this idea, but I have no idea where to start. And then my, I experienced it. So I, I, I knew that I had this idea. I wanted to start. I knew where I wanted to go, but I couldn't find any straight up business advice. So I had seen it and then I had, um, experienced it firsthand. So if you're starting out or you're, you're relooking at your business, have you experienced it? Go back to your drawing board. Or who do you know that can validate it? Who do you know you can talk to? Who, how can you go out and speak to people who might be experiencing the problem that you're solving? So just to, to step back there for a second, my definition of a business, which I, I slightly mentioned before, is that business is an exchange for value for money. So what have you got of value to me? Is it a really amazing solution that I've been looking for everywhere? And then I, because if it is and I can't find it anywhere else or you're delivering it in a way that I haven't seen or that makes more sense to me or that I can really relate to, then I'm going to um, come and exchange my money for you. So another good example to why you should be doing this work is because if, yeah, that, that time where people are like, look, I'm interested, I'm following you, I'm liking what you're doing, I'm inquiring, but when it comes to converting, they're not quite landing, that could be a sign that you've not truly understood what this problem or solution, is, the problem and solution is and the, the needs of the target market. Um, so you've kind of missed something in there, whether it's a tone of voice, a price point, you know, a delivery um, timeline, whatever it might be that is of more value for them. And if you were to include, you know, maybe it's making it cheaper, um, getting it to them quicker, um, you know, giving it to them clearer in on the website or, you know, what it, making it easier for them to reorder 
whatever, however you talk to them, if you were to kind of tidy those things up, then that would, you know, increase your value of what you have to offer and therefore make the transaction of them letting go of their money much easier. Okay, really big topic and there's lots of tangents and I'm trying to handle the like get as much of this into it as possible so it can be like a coaching session for so many of you. Okay, so business is an exchange of value for money. It's not about you, it's about your target market because without a target market, no one's paying for what you have and it's a hobby. So where are your target market? Let's bust a few myths around this first and foremost. Often as a coach, people will say, hey, um, I'll say, who's your target market? <laughs> and I will say, I'll take anyone. I need the money, which I've totally been there and it's so fine. But if you try to be everything to everyone, you will be nothing to nobody, quote person. I can't remember who it is. I think it's in the book somewhere. <laughs> um, but that moral of that story is especially like I, I was given that advice six years ago when I started and it's even more relevant now in 2021 because the saturation of the marketplace has gone through the roof. Don't let that scare you because I still think there's plenty of room to go around. But I do think that as consumers, we are looking for to niche down on a brand it's almost like we're getting pickier with our dating right it's like oh but do you do this and you know what do you do for work I mean I'm probably just looking at my dating list of what I want (laughs) is quite picky but um it's we're getting more specific so are they sustain is a brand sustainable what is their returns? How much information do they have on their website? Has anyone I know, I know purchased from them? Um, you know, are they going to wrap my things in plastic or sustainable packaging? You know, are they listed on this website? Like how many followers do they have? Who else is wearing it? You know, all of these things. It's like we're getting pickier and pickier of what we expect for a brand. And I was teaching this the other day in a workshop and they there was a statistic that said 70% of your brand's, of your customer uh, decision is made up behind closed doors. So your customer is making up 70% of their mind without ever telling you that they're interested in what you have to offer. So that means that your brand needs to be on point from the moment that they hear about you all the way through to when they make their decision. So that is what does your website look like? You know, and I've, I've done a whole, um, podcast episode on customer service where you, I speak about how you can make your website like a customer service agent for you. Um, but you know, how's your website? Um, you know, how easy is it to find information? Can they call somebody and ask questions that aren't met on the website? So all of those things need to come into consideration when we're considering our target market as we're honing in on exactly who we want to sell to. Um, Let's go through some of the other things that you might want to consider and then I'm going to teach you about why they're important and how you can input, like you can use them in your business. So obviously like, you know, something like sustainability on a business, that is what we would consider somebody's, 
you know, personal worldview or their personal values. So if you're wanting to start a sustainable business on some level, sustainable social enterprise for good business, chances are you are trying to sell to somebody who also has that value, right? They are, they care about the planet. They care about a certain sector of people who are in need of help or donations. Um, yeah, whatever. There, there's a value inside of them. If somebody doesn't give a shit about that stuff, then chances are like you're not, you may not be their choice, right? So if understanding somebody's worldview and how they look out onto the world and how they navigate the world, and what their values are is going to help you to align. So, for example, if you're just wanting someone just wants high fashion and they're willing to spend ten thousand dollars on a t-shirt or you know fifty thousand dollars on a watch or whatever, do you think that they want to give back one dollar for every purchase in a business in for every t-shirt purchased? Probably not, right? That's so you wouldn't kind of weave that into your same business. It you'd probably more likely to put on a a charity ball that raises five million dollars and invite those people to be seen at the event and that they donate five hundred thousand dollars on the night. Yeah. So you can see how the the comparison of of understanding what is most important for your audience. Um, that example, the mo- I would say one of the most important things is, you know, wearing a certain brand and being perceived at a certain wealth level, I would say. That's just my opinion. Um, okay, so you want to understand their values because um, then they're going to cross-check those across you as a brand. Um, when I mean, I could do a whole chap- a whole podcast on values. Um, I think there's actually a whole chapter in the book on it. Um, but the trick is that the your you'll obviously start with your values as a business this is what we want to stand for and then you're going to go out and find people who st- who share those same values some of your values might not um need to align with your target market you might not need to be screaming from the rooftops hey we're trustworthy or you know we're spiritual or we're funny but you might just act those things out or they might be internal ways that you present your business or brand to each other. Anyway, side topic. Okay, who are your target market? So you want to understand the age graph. Like firstly, you want to understand what problems are they experiencing in their life or what value are they needing to add? A problem is needing straight up business advice. A value is needing a $3,000 gold signet ring. Yeah. So a value, not necessarily, oh, like my life will be different if I have that ring. That's more of a, this is a significant moment in my life that I want to make memorable by this Um, versus I really have zero idea how to start this business and I really need clarity. That's like a, a pain point. It's a problem. So what is it that they're experiencing? Are you adding value or are you solving a pain, a, a problem that they're experiencing? And then you want to, so A, you can start that out from just a general point from what is your business model. And then B, you really want to go into, okay, who needs this? Who is looking for this? Where are they? Where, where do they spend their time when they're not looking for this? What do they actually need? And how do they need that delivered as well? I think in the customer service um, 
podcast I talked about how um like there was a burger shop closing and I was really wanting a burger and they didn't um they weren't they were kind of really slow with the burger and all the like the customer service was bad moral of that story is what I needed was an afternoon snack and I needed it quickly because I was going to a takeaway spot so um getting really clear on the practical so the who what where when so uh, what do that? What do I actually need? I need straight up business advice, and then you can break that down even further. Okay, cool. They're going to need um, a business plan. They're going to need a finance template, whatever. Why would they come to you? What is your point of difference? Why? Why should they choose you? Is it because they can't find it anywhere else? Is it because they? Um, don't know they didn't know the other places existed is it that they can't afford it elsewhere is it that that they want a better quality version of someone else's doing it so why would they come to you another really good question to ask is where are they going to purchase this where are they going to to come looking for this solution or this value and who are they listening to you know, where are they getting their recommendations? Where are they making up their mind 70% of the time? Is it that they're on podcasts? Is it that they're asking their mum? Is it that they're walking down the street and seeing posters? Is it that they're on a bus, um, radio, their local yoga store, whatever? This all becomes your, t- that all becomes your marketing strategy, by the way. Just that one question. Where are they looking for this solution? then you can take that further and that becomes your marketing strategy of where you should go and be. Um, But all of this is relevant because every single question is going to inform what you charge. You know, do you have a sustainability plan? I mean, that should be a given for most businesses now, but how far are you going to take that? You know, I, we chatted to offend the label on the podcast and, and they found out that there was a certain cotton that they were using that wasn't to the standard of sustainability that they wanted to uphold. So they changed their whole range. Um, so that was, you know, a really deep core value of how far they wanted to go with that. And obviously have realized that that's what their audience now expects of them after being in business for 13 years. Um, so what do they need? Where, where are they going looking for it? Why should they come to you? Um, you can also go as far as to be like, you know, how much do you think they're roughly earning? Who are they hanging out with? So what other brands are they trusting? What don't they like about the, the other brands or things that might be in your, um, in your industry? Um, what, what's their kind of, you know, maybe religion comes into it or belief systems, perhaps it's, um, their family structure of, are they a parent? Are they single? Are they um, married? All of this information, there's a whole bunch of other questions in there that I'm going to leave you to find in the book, which is on page 33, cool page number. Um, but all of this information is going to help you to hone in on your business and exactly what you're offering. So I can offer business advice, but then if I really hone in, I'm like, cool, I actually want to speak to creatives who maybe 
don't have that much money or, you know, that some do, but, you know, they've got a lot to invest in when they're first starting out. Um, they don't like lingo. They wouldn't go to a university networking night, you know, and go into all of that detail. And then that helps me to go, all right, now I'm going to form, you know, my price points or make sure that I've got things available for all different price points. Um, I'm going to go and put events on, but in cool creative spaces with other like-minded creatives. I'm going to design a business book that is pink and purple and green and and beautifully designed throughout. Um, So it helps me to inform exactly how I get to that target market. Why is this important? Because the Easy, the more niche you are and the more you understand your target market, the more likely you are to go out into the world and to relate to people who understand what exactly it is that you're offering and why they need it. And it's like subtle body language, right? When you do this work deep enough, it's like walking into a room and deciding who you're going to stand next to at the party and be friends with because you've you're wearing, you, you recognize the brand that they're wearing. They're, um, you know, they've got a similar haircut or they're um, dancing to the music or they're standing next to somebody that you already know. All of those are subtle cues as to whether you as a human are relating to them or not. So it's not really what you say, it's like how you're being. And it's the same with a target market. If you go out into the world and, and, and I just said, I'm, I do business advice, then, you know, that's everyone and anyone. So what, like what kind of business advice and, you know, where do you stand and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, how do I get it? But if you go out into the world, it's like straight up business advice where startup creative, like helping creative entrepreneurs turn their passions into viable businesses, then people can instantly go, great, this is for me, this is where I belong. And then what happens from there is that they then have a line where they're able to go to their friends and family and people that they know and say, hey, you should go to startup creative. And it becomes your target market becomes an audience for you, a, a marketing strategy for you. One of my favorite things is is overhearing my two sisters talk about um, the brands that they're loving and who they're following and who bought what makeup and <laughs> all the, the ways that they get influenced. And I'm like, you guys are being influenced. And um, they are quite happy with it, but <laughs> they like their, their choices. But they're the perfect target market for these brands that they're following and they take action on what these brands have to say because they the brands have done so well in in relating to them and understanding them this information is also going to help you relate and understand to your business outside of just purchasing so you know for example i'm thinking of some of the beauty bloggers out there who might recommend and make money off selling products, but 80% of their time they're doing free beauty tutorials on Instagram, right? Or they're teaching a, how to take off a, a makeup at the end of the day. Like all of these things are value add because they know that their target market is also looking for that kind of information and support. So your content creation strategy comes out of your target market. 
Okay, I'm hoping this is all making sense because I feel like I'm covering off lots. But if we go back to it, it's like the target market is the what you need to be spending most of your time on and keep coming back to and go as deep as possible. If you don't know the answers to some of the questions that I've talked about today, then I suggest you go out and speak directly to your target market. So that could be making phone calls. That could be sending an email blast and asking people to reply. It could be doing a survey. It could be asking, putting a post on Facebook and asking people. It could be, um, you know, going and hosting a market stand or, you know, the first step you want to do is, is make an assumption. Where do you think they are? And then go there and see if they're there and tell them what you've got and see if they would be interested in buying it. Um, this is also going to help you to um, get some feedback. And I think, I mean, this is a whole topic in itself as well, but getting feedback from your target market and understanding if they liked it, if they didn't like it, if it felt affordable, if it felt like a good exchange of value for money, if they would tell anyone else about it, all of that information is going to help you to keep pivoting your business, keep, you know, making little shifts and changes and keep improving, maybe adding new products, finding new ways to market to, you know, create content that's going to help them to relate to you as a brand. Um, and as a result, grow your and scale your business. So I think the biggest lesson that I really want to leave you with is that your target market will inform every aspect of your business. Niche down and get to know them to along every step of the way and keep getting to know them. Keep channels open. Like literally this, um, as I sat down to record this podcast, I opened my phone and there was someone had, had Instagrammed my podcast and said, this is one of my favorite podcasts. And I said, thank you for sharing. And I shared it. And she said, oh, I love every podcast. I've just listened to every podcast and some of them twice. And I was like, okay, I'm recording some right now. I was already sitting down to record, but I said, I'm literally sitting to record more for you. What, it, you know, what is it that you want? And um, she gave me some suggestions around needing pricing as a freelancer and how to get comfortable with not knowing pricing. And I think you know, that's exactly where my business goes is that chatting to you guys and keeping channels open, whether that's on Instagram or emails or, you know, at events and being in person or webinars and things, staying on top of exactly what your target market means, means that you're going on a journey, you're, you're dating them, you're courting them, you're, you're, you're being relatable and you're staying, you know, in the game and you're not getting on, your kind of ego high horse of like, wow, look at us, we're growing this business and, you know, we're doing all these things and we're making all this money. But keeping front and center, who is this for? Because your business should always be about your customer. And the moment you lose sight of that, you're going to get bad reviews or get, um, you know, uh, less, less sales or, you know, things start to fall apart or you take, you, you maybe, you know, launch something that wasn't, you know, the best version of what you could have done and it kind of flops and is a waste of money. All signs that you've forgotten that your target market, and I've been there before, don't worry about it. So it's not a bad thing. It just means you've got to come back and be like, all right, 
this is actually not about us. This needs to be about our target market. Who are they? What are they feeling? Where where can we help them in their lives? And I'm sure that I ranted about it in the customer service podcast in saying that when you genuinely solve a problem for somebody and they're able to go, that's exactly what I needed. This is what I've been looking for. Oh, wow, look how beautiful that is. Or, you know, it does it, I love it so much. Then you're creating a human connection and a human experience. And it's not about Instagram following or email signups or click throughs or page views. It's about actually creating a business that the world needs, that somebody else needs, that it can help and be of service and, and make people laugh or feel connected or whatever it is, you know, that they, it's something special in their lives that they've been saving up for or that they, that makes them feel confident or what is it, what is it? And if I could just leave you with one thing that kind of just came to me then is that if you can really get below deep to what's the emotion that you're looking to evoke in somebody, what is the feeling that you really want to leave them with? Is it that they are free from their nine to five or that they're ecstatic with their purchase and their new artwork on the wall or that they feel younger because of the products that they're using and they're glowing and therefore they feel more confident? Like what is the deep human soul desire, need, feeling that is underneath what you're selling. So I'm selling business coaching, but what I'm really selling or tapping into is the desire for freedom to people to do what they love and express themselves freely in their careers and and do what they love and get paid for it and have the freedom to design the life of their dreams So that's what I'm selling. What are you selling? And I think if we can actually build businesses from this place of I genuinely love what I do and I really think this will help you, then it's not about selling. It's not about marketing and it's not about competing in this like, you know, hectic shark tank of business. It's actually about going, I have spent so much time on understanding this and what who you are that I think this will really help. And when you can go to your target market and say that, and if you've done it right, they'll go, yes, this is exactly what I've been looking for and now I can't live without you, then it's a symbiotic relationship between somebody who's going, I've got something that you need and someone saying, I'm willing to pay you for that because that's exactly what I need. And it makes business flow and it makes um, what you have to offer not a a sales strategy um, but a value add or a genuine solution. So ask that of yourself today. What am I really selling? Who needs it? Where are they? How can I go and be in front of them? What time are they looking for this? Whose advice are they asking? What are their personal values? What do they really truly need and how can you go out and be of service to them? I hope that helps, guys. It's good to be back with you. Have a great day.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.